Hi everyone, I'm Crystal Escobar and this is episode 150. So I have a question for you. Is your brain a dog or a cat? Welcome to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Escobar. This podcast evolved out of a little old blog I started in 2009. From my early stages of motherhood into a library of personal development topics, my journey out of Mormonism, and now weekly bite-sized episodes to spark your awareness as we integrate mind, body, and soul. Hey, everybody. Okay, so as you know, once a month I do my podcast episode over on live on Facebook, and this that happened last night. So I'm going to play the recording from an, an interview-style type podcast live video that I did with my business partner, Jesse James Jamnick. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to a very, very special edition of Living the Shredder Life and ER Shred Mindset Call. I'm your host, Coach Jesse. This is your other host. I'm going to call you Coach Crystal because really you are okay. Coach Crystal. Um, <laughs> but uh, if, if you don't know Crystal, uh, this is Crystal Escobar. She is one of my very good near and dear friends, most importantly. Um, she's also the co-founder of ER Shred, which is obviously the best freaking health protocol on the face of this planet. Um, she is the loving partner to Captain Caveman, Sean Escobar, <laughs> if you haven't put those two together. Um, Crystal is our ER Shred mind, mindset coach. And, you know, she is probably one of the hardest working people I know. Um, I've known you now for what, eight years, Crystal? Mm-hmm. And I want to tell everybody, you know, I'm try- I want to set the stage before we dive into this epic call, um, because I hope everybody has, like, I have a notebook and a pen. Um, because for me, this is like, I'm so excited. I almost feel like I'm taking advantage because I'm getting a free coaching session. Uh, and I hope people can view it this way. Um, Crystal is somebody that I've watched for the last eight years, put in all the hard work, all the emotional work, thousands of hours of educational study, self-study. Um, she's been helped by coaches. She's very open about that. I love that about her. She's probably, she's, she is the open book of open books. Um, if you've watched her journey and it's just been so cool, Crystal, to grow with you, develop with you and watch you be able to do this and step into it. And now here you are knowing the power of life coaching. You turned around and you said, Hey, people need to hear that. People need to, people need what I needed. Uh, and I, I respect that and admire that about you so much. And the fact that you show up here every month, giving this away for free, just, just, serving people and helping people. So I hope people take advantage. Um, Crystal, like I said, is a life coach. She's an author. She's a podcaster. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's an entrepreneur. Um, She's just a badass. So I hope that you guys enjoy this special edition where we joined forces, brought the two calls together um, to hopefully help you guys launch into the new year where in 2023, it's up to me. That's the slogan, right? It's up to me. 23. And what we're going to talk about tonight with mindset and intention and goals and how to help hopefully get you guys a little more focused, a little more centered. Uh, I'm so, so excited to share this. So Crystal, I'm done gushing on you. Um, 
I hope it wasn't too much, but oh my uh, gosh, you're the best at edifying and introducing people. Like seriously, you you make me feel so good, <laughs> and well, I see how good. you do that for so you many are people. Good. Yeah, you are good. Um, th it's easy when you are good. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but um, I want to turn this over to you, uh, the expert and in, in this field. Um, I'm, you know, I volunteered to obviously be, you know, whatever I can be for you tonight and, and I guess your client um, and to help people and share with people. So I, I hope to just show up raw, real and vulnerable and, and authentic for people. And here we go. Deep breath. Yes. Thank you so much, Jesse. Again, thank you for how you are so intricate and you're detailed when introducing people. Like I've just noticed that about the, um, how detail oriented you are with these calls and how consistent you have been. Like, first, I just want to like gush on you for a minute because we are going to, um, we're after I have, I have this little presentation I want to, um, share with everybody, but, I am going to the second half of the call. We're going to be, uh, Jesse's going to be back on with me. And I'm excited to not only ask you a few questions, but also I, this is like your chance to put your, um, everything that you're hoping to accomplish this year, like put it out there in the mm. universe publicly. And we all know how powerful that can be. So not only is it going to be like awesome for you to get to do this, but for so many of us, you inspire us already and to to get to hear like what your deep personal goals are for this year and how we can all kind of be on the journey with you and watch you grow watch you manifest the things that you're hoping to manifest this year and before i get started on what i wanted to share tonight i just want to tell everybody how grateful Sean and i are uh, for Jesse and the amount of time that he has put into building the foundation of ER Shred. Like he has literally spent so much of his time for free. Like to, you are saying like that about me, but I'm just like, no, Jesse, like, holy cow, the amount of time and energy that you have given to the community. I am just so, Sean and I are so grateful for that and how consistent you've been. I think Sean said you've only missed like two weeks of your weekly call in the last two and a half years total yeah that's I think remarkable that. you know like that's yeah. consistency and dedication like that is such a great example for so much for for the community to see how you our our health coach can be that consistent and you're just such a great example for all of us and you know this year is just a huge turning point for all of us i feel when it comes to actually diving into building our own businesses. You know, we've, you have dedicated so much to ER shredding, getting it, getting everything in order along with all the, everybody else on the board, Heather and Susan, and everyone who has, you know, made sure that we have all of the, the guides and the information and a good solid foundation in place so that now we, we all feel like ready to just go after it. And it's just been such a beautiful thing to watch how everything has come together so beautifully. And now with New York, New Year kickoff and, and how the energy that that brought for, for ER Shred, it's just really exciting, a really exciting time. So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to have Jesse come back on in just a little bit, but, um, thank you again for the introduction. Also, um, back to what you were saying about all the life coaching that I have received and why I now feel really passionate about it is because of what I learned about 
the brain. Like I just didn't understand what was happening to me. Like the majority of my life, my brain, my emotions, my, you know, the, the biology and physiology, like once I started to understand what, how my brain functioned, that's when I started having these aha moments and I started to make real changes. And so tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the brain and some of my, the foundation of the things that have helped me the most. Um, so yeah, I, I created a workbook and I sent it out in the newsletter. So most of you probably have that. And the, the purpose of the workbook was to help you get really detailed about the person that you're wanting to step into because it's up to you. You know, it's up to me in 2023. And once you know that of that person, once you know of every last detail of how this person spends their time, what kinds of personality, like um, how they manage their emotions, what emotions do they feel often, you know, how do they hold themselves, you know, when you can really get detailed and then start visualizing that, that's how you can really step into it. So um, we've often heard our, our minds described as the monkey mind the, you know, the chaos, the constant thoughts going on in our heads, you know, we've, we've heard it referred to as the monkey mind. But tonight, I want to talk about your dog brain. <laughs> and let me explain. So I recently, um, I, I listened to a lot of different things. But rec more recently, I was listening to an interview with um, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. And I'm just really fascinated by what he's been able to accomplish with his, you know, famous sitcom from the 90s. Like, we all love it. We all, I'm sure every single one has seen in a couple episodes at least. But um, his that, that sitcom has actually become one of the most acclaimed sitcoms of all time. So I think it's pretty remarkable what he has created. So just listening to a little bit of um, the, you know, life advice that he has to give. It's just really, it has really interested me. And, um, so anyway, I was listening to this interview and he was sharing some of his best life advice and he was describing the brain as this. And I was trying to practice like doing his voice, but I can't even get it right. I was like, how can I like imitate Jerry's? I can't do it. So, but he said the stupid little dog that, you know, your brain is the stupid little dog that you can easily trick. Does that sound like Seinfeld? <laughs> He's hard to imitate. Um, so anyway, uh, the picture that came to my mind when he said this was, you know, those dogs that don't come when you call it, uh, spends its day chasing its tail, tearing apart your house, uh, eating nasty snot-filled tissues from the trash. <laughs> like that's what the, that's the visual that I had when I heard him say this. So, um, although I, I do love Jerry's slightly grumpy <laughs> observational humor, it really did remind me of the power of words and how language really plays such a huge role in how we perceive and understand the world. So anytime I go to watch movies on Netflix, I'm always like searching for the movies that make me feel good. And in the same way I choose my movies, I prefer to see what makes me feel good in my mind. So in order for Jerry's description of the brain to make me feel good, <laughs> I had to switch out some of his words. And so, um, and some might call this 
like seeing the world through rose-colored glasses. But it's it's not that necessarily. I'd say that the lens I choose has more of a, a rose, a hint of rose. You know, it still allows for me to see reality. I don't want to be blind to reality, but I I do try to add a layer of a little bit of rose just so it, it makes me feel a little good, you know? So, um, I, you know, it's like, I feel like the, 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 you are the artist and your brain is a paintbrush and you get to decide what kind of picture you're going to paint. And so I, um, yeah, so I, I, I also, um, I thought it was funny that, um, did you know that the, some of the, um, happiest people are the most delusional? <laughs> so <laughs> I just thought that was a funny, a funny fact because, um, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily going for delusional, but, um, I did decide to come up, like make up my own word that, um, is like delusional, but <laughs> not, not like crazy. So, um, and did you know that you can make up your own words? Like you literally can, it, it all depends on if it's gonna, it, you know, who knows it might catch on. And then a few centuries down the road, it could end up in the dictionary. So go ahead, start making up your own words, uh, create your language that, you know, has the right kind of definition for you and gives you those thought or those feelings that you, you want, you know, the good feelings. So, um, I did create, my own word. And so instead of delusional, I say deluminate. It means imaginatively illuminating the picture you want to paint in your mind. So the brain, the dog brain, let's call it a golden retriever. So a golden retriever, you know, we, we know is a breed that they are oftentimes the star in those feel-good movies and they're just there's highly intelligent and um they they uh just are those dogs that they end up you know they're happy they're loyal playful and they are commonly used for search and rescue dogs and even um as service dogs so they're quick learner learners and it's just a a wonderful breed so when Seinfeld said this, I'm like, okay, instead of a stupid little dog, I'm, I'm, I'm going to think of the golden retriever, like beautiful, smart, intelligent, fast learners, uh, service dogs. So the golden retrievers, um, they are quick learners and they, um, so, but anyways, so I, I'm really like into all of the spiritual and like mystical type stuff, but I also like to, um, ground it in a little bit of science because I, I believe in science. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I do just love to find the connection between the, the, the spiritual things that I'm choosing to believe in and, um, seeing if there's any science backing it. And, um, so there's this part in your brain called the reticular activating system. And this is the scientific description of uh, the law of attraction, basically, and manifestation. So the reticular activating system, this is our filter. It's our lens in which we perceive the world. And it, it what it does is it looks for and finds information that validates your current belief system. So language is what influences 
the reticular activating system. And once it's activated by the language, that's why I'm all about, you know, the power of words and even creating your own words if needed, because it's um, really about um, activating that reticular activating system and understanding what words can set it in the right direction. So it goes on, you know, it's activated by the language and then it goes on this search and edit mission. It searches for these, the things that you're believing and it edits out the rest. So sometimes this can work to our detriment if we're not aware that, um, you know, we might be blinding, literally blinded to reality. You know, that's why I'm always trying to um, look at things from all different perspectives because, you know, I learn a lot through Sean's eyes, you know, just by, you know, I never want to say like, I'm right and you're wrong because it all depends on the, our language, what we're seeing in our heads. And so we, when I listen to other people more about how they are perceiving the world, then I can feel, you know, I can understand more of reality, not just my reality. And that's, really what my goal is, is to know that I have that type, that kind of control over the, the reality I want to see, but also being um, compassionate and listening to other people's realities and never, ever thinking that I'm right and they're wrong and everybody should be doing things the way I am doing things. <laughs> so, um, so just like the, the golden retriever, our reticular activating system, when given a command or a scent, sentence sentence get it <laughs> i liked that <laughs> a scent so when a dog is given a scent that then um it can be trained to search to retrieve or to rescue um so that's why i feel like the dog analogy you know with the brain can really um illuminate deluminate this type of um picture that i want to see so i i went to canva and i created my own Golden Retriever Brain. <laughs> See, it's a it's a dog brain. Your Golden Retriever dog brain. So I wrote down all the list of all the the awesome traits that a Golden Retriever has. So our words, our language, or our story is literally like entering in an address into our GPS. So the RAS is your GPS. So as we all know. Um, as we all know, I'm a cat person. Do, does everybody know that? I got to make sure everybody knows I'm a cat person because I don't think you knew that. <laughs> I never post pictures of my cats ever. <laughs> so um, it's uh, the other day or probably just like a month ago, Sean and I were watching this cute little documentary on, on Netflix about cats. And I really liked how they described the difference between dogs and cats. They said that dogs think you are God and cats think they are God. <laughs> Don't you love that? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Um, so uh, when our kids were little, I want to share a little story. When our kids were little and whenever we had little friends come over to play, Sean would, you know, He'd be so fun and cute and playful with them. And he would always ask them funny, silly questions like one of my favorites. He would always say, hey, is Mickey Mouse a dog or a cat? <laughs> I just thought it was so cute to watch the confusion on these little kids' faces like, wait, what? Wait, is he a dog or a cat? <laughs> but um, really, it is a perfectly valid question, don't you think? Like Mickey Mouse 
may have been born a mouse, but is he maybe he identifies as a dog or a cat or both? Like, <laughs> it's a perfectly valid question. But my question to you is your monkey brain a dog or a cat? Does it own you or do you own it? So just like Mickey Mouse ultimately gets to decide what he is, you get to decide what your reticular activating system is. Is it a monkey or a mouse? Is it a dumb dog or an intelligent companion? But, you know, one thing we got to keep in mind is just because the, those Golden retrievers are best known at, with for all these incredible qualities. That doesn't mean that we can just hand over a golden retriever to someone who has special needs and call it a service dog. Obviously, it requires years of intense training. And just like those golden retrievers need to be trained, so does our brain. And that's why it's important to understand that your words your language and your story that you are telling about yourself is going to continue to direct you to more of the same. So it's about getting clear on the way you are currently describing yourself or your capabilities and redirecting that and switching out that story, being really deliberate about who it is that you want to be and how can you begin to emulate that person? How can you start incorporating certain habits that you know that this person just seems to know how to do? So I wanted to, I mean, we all know Jesse is one of the most disciplined people we've you've ever met. Like he puts himself through hell <laughs> for the purpose of, you know, like, strengthening himself, bettering himself, proving to himself what he's capable of. And I am excited to talk with Jesse a little bit more about his already, his already in place habits, because he's got some wonderful habits that he's already got these incredible habits in place. So what else, Jesse, are you wanting to add to what you have already accomplished? Because you've already accomplished so much. You help so many people. I know Sean said you wake up at four every morning. You do your, you do, you've been writing, doing daily journal writing and reading and podcasts. And you are all about personal development and educating yourself and, you know, making sure that you are a person who follows through with what you say you're going to do. And you really do follow through. It's such a great example. So tell us more about, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the habits that you already have in place that have really benefited your life and then go into what you are hoping to add to what you already have created? Yes. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So first of all, you are far too kind. Um, and I want to let everybody know that I am extremely dedicated and motivated on certain aspects of my life. And I think that's really important. And I really just want to be upfront and truthful. Um, while I am extremely disciplined and, and gung-ho and driven, like nothing gets in the way on certain things, nutrition, fitness, 
um, the way I want to show up. Um, I am just as much of a hot mess in so many other places of life that I want to work on. Um, and, and I think that's, that's really the story of like almost anybody, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't want people to, you know, with social media today, Crystal, as we know, it's mm-hmm. easy to fall into this false impression that just because somebody's got something going really good in one area, that means that like everything must be like, okay. Um, yeah. And it's not, you know what I mean? Like I have what I like to call a lot of effort moments, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and I got to work through that. So, but to answer your question, so habits that I'm rock solid in every single day. Um, and I'm going to share with you my most current because I'm always evolving. I'm always looking to re-examine um, if something's not, really serving me after I've started it for a while, I've learned to kind of throw it to the side and maybe just pull a little bit from it and and keep it when I need it. Um, But rock solid. So every single day when I wake up 4am, there is no snooze button. Eh, No snooze button. Um, It's it's a habit. So wait, tell me a little bit more. Like, do you, does your alarm, do you have an alarm? I do on my phone. Yep. Okay. And then, You don't like, do you lay in bed for even just a few minutes or do you just yeah. like get right up? Yeah, yeah, no. So, but so my, my alarm goes off literally by, I think by the second chirp, I'm already like hitting the phone. Um, you know, like I got it like, like memorized, you know, like where it sits on the thing. Um, so I'm like, bang, I like smash it. Um, and right away I've trained myself to, and I, I worked on this for so long that I wanted to focus three to five minutes on things that I'm grateful for. So I learned that, I mean, gosh, I don't know how many times I heard it until I had to let it sit in, but gratitude is when you can, when you can embrace gratitude in life, shit changes in life. Like Mm. it just changes. Like we won't dive into it just changes. So three Mm -hmm. to five minutes. And I think a lot of people get mixed up in that. I'm talking like, Oh, I'm grateful that my dog's laying on my legs right now. And my son's laying sideways between me and the wife. So she's way over there and I'm way over here. And, oh, you know, maybe I got his feet. Maybe I got his head and, you know, whatever the case may be. And um, I'm grateful that uh, I woke up breathing again today. I'm grateful that I got my fingers, my toes. I think we kind of overcomplicate this thinking we need so much. Like, I just want to be grateful. You know what I mean? So three to five minutes of that, I instantly wake up. I used to use the Mel Robbins 54321 method. Until mm-hmm. I just kicked myself in the ass long enough that I just get up. I think that's important <laughs> to remember. You just got to keep going. Not anymore. Um, I, I did the counting thing too for a little bit, but yeah, I don't see it. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, it, it really does. Okay, I'm not yeah. going to try to. I'm not going to talk myself out of well, all the reasons why I probably need a little bit more sleep because right. I sometimes do that. Like, oh, I, I went right. to bed a little bit later. I'm not feeling. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Like, there's always reasons why you think I, I need a little reason. bit more sleep. Yeah. To this day reasons still pop into my brain and I have to be like, Mm -hmm. your volume's down, my volume's up. As Susan likes to say, our, our, our holistic nurse, you know, who's in charge here, right? It's like, (laughs) you ask yourself the question, you put yourself in charge. Um, so then I get up, I wake right up out of bed. Um, I throw my sweatpants on, I throw my sweatshirt on, I go into the bathroom, I brush my teeth. Um, as you know, as I brush my teeth, I start thinking because then what I do is I learn this cool thing called habit stacking, 
So now I started doing that, right? And that changes mm -hmm. the, the, the way that your brain wires and fires, right? That changes the cortexes and everything. So then I do habit stacking. So I brush my teeth and then immediately after brushing my teeth, I take cold water and I let it sit on my face like three or four times, like handfuls of water, because cold is just amazing. Like mm -hmm. it's the greatest shot of life ever when you get used to it. And then yeah. from there, I look at myself in the mirror and I used to learn to look through myself. So that's what something you want to not do. Um, I look at myself like soul to soul, eyeball to eyeball, and I high five myself. And that's another habit I stacked on that I stole from Mel Robbins, the high five habit. And then from there, I take it one step further and I literally go like this and I press, like I literally squeeze and I high five my heart. Mm. And, and what I'm telling myself, Crystal, which I, I couldn't do for so many years is I love you. I got you no matter what happens, like you're going to make it through today. And that's literally the start of my day. Um, and then from there, I go out. I drink a huge 24 ounce bottle of electrolytes. So I literally like flash awaken my cells and it's like, boom, the, the burst of energy. Uh, I put the dishes away from the dishwasher. You know, it's habit after habit after habit after. This is literally my cycle. No joke. This is hot like a um, dishwasher. From there, I make my coffee. My coffee gets ready. I load the dogs up. I open up the garage and I head out for a one mile dog walk. And by that time, I've already listened to what's called the Daily Fire, which is a, a Brendan Bouchard thing, which I know you know Brendan, but I love mm -hmm. that dude. Um, so he fires me up every morning as I'm um, doing my dishes and stuff, because to me, that's free time. I used to be mm -hmm. a time waster. I wasted so much time. It was ridiculous. It made me want to vomit when I figured it out. Um, so mm -hmm. I listen. I get my brain more fired up. I take notes. I do a little journal. And then from there, I take the dogs out for a walk. When we come back from a walk, it's go time for my workout. So then I reload my water bottle back up and I come out in my garage and I crush it. And I got a time limit for that because then I got to get back inside so I can wake up Crystal and then she can get up and do hers and I can listen for the little guy. And that's literally like that part of my morning. Um, and then we get ready and we have our smoothie bowls and then I leave for the day. Nice. Those are great habits that you've got in place. And okay. obviously you're very consistent with it. Sounds like you've got it all in place. It's not, a, there's no question about it. It happens every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Even the weekends. <laughs> oh, that's really you wake weekends. up. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to go back to what you said about this habit stacking. I think it would be cool for you to elaborate because I do believe as well that that has been one of the best um, things that I have began to um, adapt over the past few years is mm. I used to just overload myself with trying to set, you know, with all these new goals and things, especially this time of year, like, okay, I'm going to do this more and this more and this more. But like what I've learned is, you know, by starting small with the little things and then you start at, once you get those in place, they just happen without you even thinking about it. Then you mm -hmm. add another little piece to it. Like one of the things that you were talking about with your um, morning routine it, I started because I, I know it's important to practice using your less dominant hand because it's, you know, also one way that's good for your brain. So I'm, you know, there's a whole list of things that you can do to help exercise that part of your brain. But one simple thing that I do 
every single morning is I, and I, it's a habit now, but it, for a while I kept having to, like, it was hard for me to remember to do it. But now I always know that every time I get into the shower, I always start it on cold and go, go, um, warm. So it's really mm-hmm. only about 20 seconds of a cold shower. It's mm-hmm. not like it doesn't mm-hmm. really count. I don't think because I don't let it go that long. And I brush my teeth with my left hand and that's the only brain, you know, boosting thing that I really do every single day, but I, I plan to do more. Yeah. But tell us why you think that's so beneficial. Yeah. So listen, I, um, <laughs> I just want to preface this. I am not the expert in this, but I'm a really good student. And I think that's oh, yeah. a really important, I think this is really, that's an important thing that I want. I don't know why that just came to my heart, but I, I want people to know that because um, I think you and I are so much alike. Like I also beat my beat the shit out of myself for years. And I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars I spent in programs and courses and books and books. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at all my books, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of them, like, I'm like, there's only so much information you can learn, Jesse. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you really look at like the context of the, a division, like self-development, for instance, yeah, you're going to learn nuggets from each person for sure, which is why I believe you never stop learning. But the foundation is pretty much the foundation. And yeah. it's like, I had to come to this realization that like, I just had to do it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, not perfection or whatever, but you just had to do it. So I think it works, Crystal. I'm prefacing that because this is really rooted in research and science, which I know you and I are really big on, um, to make sure that like, yeah, okay, it sounds cool, but like, is there actual like study behind it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I don't want to waste any more time. Like I wasted enough time that like, I don't want to waste any more time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to maximize everything. So habit stacking is the simplest way to one, add more things into your life that you know you want to do. Notice I said not what you need to do, what you know you want to do. It's very important that you're doing what you want to do um, and not what somebody else is telling you to do because you think that's gonna be the magical thing. Like you gotta do it for you and then you just simply take something that you already do every day, brushing your teeth or taking a shower or going to the bathroom. I mean, I don't know, whatever you do every day (laughs) and you stack something else onto it. Like, so from my, you know, I never use, I used to went in and brushed my teeth and I came out. I I never did anything else. So now it's adding those extra things of, okay, the cold water, the fire up the neurons, the high five I learned after that was added. Then I added the high five to the heart because that just felt amazing. Right. Like, like, I struggled with that. Like I never, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I still struggle with that. So I need the reminder every day. Like you're, you're good, dude. Like you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's getting that. And then there's science in it and I, I can't quote it, but I can post it for people later so they can go and listen and find the information because I want them to have it. Um, it literally, I forgot the word that they use in psychology, what it is, but it literally helps connect different uh, pathways in the brain that actually allow you to continue going. Like how, how freaking cool is that? I was like, mm-hmm. uh, that seems like a kindergarten trick to me. You know what I mean? Like, why would I not do that? You know, before I would hear these things and then not actually put them in, I go, oh, that's a really cool idea. And then for whatever reason, I never did it. I don't know why. I can't really give you a good reason besides I'm an idiot. Um, so now I just do it, you know? 
And I found that I feel so much better. Like I feel, I mean, I feel like a rock star crystal by the time the morning, like when I'm ready to go, because it's like, I feel so accomplished where before it was just scrolling on social media, listening to other people's stories, getting a negative impression. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and I still have a positive attitude, but I can tell the difference of just like, I'm fired up and I'm wired and I'm laser focused. And that's where I know I need to be in order to attack what I want to attack. Mm. I love that. So now tell us more about your goals for the new year for 2023. Okay. Um, you just want like the basic stuff, like who I want to be. I went through your sheet, by the way, just. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, hope, I hope people used it. So are you asking me like what I want to be? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I kept these really straightforward and simple. Cause another thing that I learned about goals, um, and a lot of research behind them is I was setting way too many too quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dreams and then I have goals. And there's a big, big difference between the two. And I got those mixed up for such a long period of time. So here's the thing. I want to be the most amazing father feasibly possible. Um, I struggle a bit with the relationship with my dad. And um, it's really hard for me. You know, I've, I've fought the battle because my daughter's in, up north in Massachusetts. I'm in North Carolina. You know, unfortunately, I made some stupid life decisions when I was younger that took me down different paths. Um, And I had to make some hard choices, you know, and I have to fly back there every month to see her, which I I do. We love and it's our weekend and we've had time and, you know, I get her on school vacations. But for me, like, I I believe I'm an amazing dad. I don't think I'm not, but I just want to up level that relationship this year. And maybe that means I call her more versus just text like physically reach out and say, how are you? You know, and I, I try to do this, but you know, she's a, she's a little teenager. Start going on 13, mm-hmm. 13, going on 18. But these are yeah. things that I'm, I'm going to do to show up for me. So that's one. Um, I also want to be the best husband possible. You know, if I'm being, um, you know, fully transparent, I'm a good guy and I will take a bullet for her. Um, but at the same time, I know I can do so much better. You know, it's been a struggle for both of us this year with, with the baby. Um, that shit is hard. <laughs> that is hard. Um, you know, especially when you're running businesses, especially when time is crunched already. And I, I get it. I know people, you're like, yes, you're preaching the choir. I know, but I'm, this is for me. Um, yeah, so yeah. for me, you know, what, what do I mean by that? Well, I know that we can create certain friction in our relationship um, based off of target things that we do. You know, I've I've humbled myself enough to put my male ego in check and be like, okay, dude, how hard is it to write a tiny little sticky note and just say, I'm freaking proud of you. I love you. Have a good day. Like, (laughs) right. That, that in her eyes would make me, a better partner, right? Like that's so easy. Okay, great. I can do something like that. Um, other things that I can do is just make sure that I don't take things for granted. And I say, thank you more. And I think I say, thank you a lot, but I can do more. So I'm just at this point where it's like, okay, things are cool, but like, I know there's more, 
And that's what I'm reaching for this year is that more, like I want that fat, juicy, delicious, dripping cheeseburger. I want that, <laughs> right? Like yeah. I want more, right? Um, mm-hmm. I want to be someone who serves people and provides value to other people's lives. That's a big, huge thing that drives me every single day. Like I, it, it just lights me on fire. Um, I try to fight it. You know, it's like, I don't do what I do with all these people. Like, I love it. Like, I love it and I want more of it. Um, and I just want to keep bettering myself in the areas of self-development and getting more real with myself, really, so I can just hopefully show up and help other people. Like, like people that were me five months ago or a year ago or 10 years ago, like, how can I speed that process up for them so they don't have to go through the pile of shit that I went through? <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. want. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, so those are my fo- those are my focus areas. Awesome, I love that so much. And I, like I said at the beginning, I think this is going to be a lot of fun for us to um, collectively work on becoming a, a newer, better, slightly better version of ourselves than we were last year. You know, I think that's what we're all driven by grow. You know, we all want to grow and it's not like we have to beat ourselves up in order to grow. Like we'll never be enough kind of thing, but just kind of knowing that what gives us that sense of fulfillment and passion for life is growth forward Mm. movement, you know, and um, our brains are designed for balancing out, um, Routine and novelty, like I feel like, um, you know, when we talk about routines and certain habits and how we have certain things in place, but also um, understanding the value in those routines actually frees up that space for novelty and creativity. Because um, when we're spending so much of our mental energy on trying to think use our our brains to do all these things that we need to do that sucks us of that valuable like mental energy that is mm. there can be used for creating more of our life so when i used to feel so um conflicted with the whole like um you know scheduling and routines and being really structured because then i would hear all this opposite kind of um advice around spontaneity and going with the flow. And, and that's been something that has really been on my mind a lot lately. And I started to understand that, oh, duh, like it's not one or the other. Like I I have to recognize my black and white thinking, you know, it's not like routine versus um, Mm. flow. You know, it's both of them combined, a little bit of routine, a little bit of flow. And that's Mm. where I'm, that's where I'm trying to find a nice balance between the two, because I tend to go way too far with the routine and the schedules and, and um, not leaving space in my calendar, even, you know, like leaving open space for just sitting with nothing. And that's, Mm. I think one message, and it sounds like you've really tackled this um, one message. I think if, if we could leave um, or inspire anyone listening to, um, pay really close attention to how much time we're spending on our phones. Cause we all know that that's like plaguing many of us. And if we could get that one thing in order 
and find the and get healthy habits and have some discipline around it, uh, you will because it's so easy to grab our phones in every single moment of silence, waiting in lines. Um, it's just we never really have that time anymore where. You know, remember as a teenager where you'd be bored in, on those summer days and there was literally nothing to do, you know, there was no phones like you literally had to sit there and, until you thought of something to do. And that's the opportunity that we have. We've lost a lot of that opportunity. And we I don't think um, especially our kids, it's hard. They don't see the value in sitting there and having nothing to do. Like there is so much value in, um, that's where we open up our minds to possibilities, um, new, innovative, creative ideas. And that's what keeps us getting out, excited to get out of bed in the morning. You know, it's like what gets me out of bed in the morning is, remembering uh, that if I don't get up now, I've lost that hour or two in the, of complete silence that I can just use for myself because the rest of the day people need me. I, there's just, it's, it's, we're all over the place. So that's mm -hmm. what gets me out of bed. And the reason why that's so valuable to me is because it's the time where I'm free to just think and ponder and come up with new ideas and during the day, it just, it doesn't happen when there, there's so many responsibilities, so many things that we have to do every single day. So just recognizing the value in not having our phone. So that's the one habit that I've um, kicked was not getting on my phone first thing in the morning because I realized that it was stealing my valuable mental energy that could be used for creating the life that I really want that, that gets me excited. And, you know, those ideas, when those ideas come and they start flowing, that's what gets you so excited and you get fired up. You're like, oh my gosh, like just the other day when I was getting my massage, I was, I had this whole um, dog brain. I was thinking about the interview with um, Seinfeld and I was like, that's the moment where I, I could just sit there and think, you know, and my massage therapists now know that we just don't talk because <laughs> that's my thinking time. And I sit there and I just ponder and it's just so exciting. Like I got out of the massage and I went straight to my notebook in my car because I make sure I have notebooks everywhere. And I wrote down all these ideas that were coming to me. And it's just so cool to see how that makes you feel inside that excitement, the passion, um, when these creative things start coming together for you. So thank you for sharing the things that you're hoping to accomplish this year. And I think it's a lot of fun to hear a little bit more about your personal life that's even um, separate from your health and fitness goals, because we know you as that. So to to get a little more um, personal with you, it's it's really nice to see um, the parts of you that you're hoping to improve well, thanks. in the areas that, you know, maybe you think you're not, um, excelling at it as much as you are with your fitness and your health, you know, it's like, maybe I can put some energy over here a little bit and over there. And so, um, so anything else that you feel like you would want to share as far as what you think has held you back from achieving certain things? in the past um, and if you feel like 
you've gotten to a better place now or that you still maybe even struggle a little bit with it? Okay, so the, the simple answer is fear. Um, and a lot of that was the what if fear that I've now since learned. Um, you know, the what, you know, it's, it's, oh, um, you know, even when I started health coaching, right, it's like, you know, I, I knew I had this, this feeling, this calling to, to want to do it. Like when I had this realization myself, I figured it out. I was like, holy crap, like people need to know this because I've wasted so much time and energy and money and resources on nonsense when it can be this, you know? Um, and it's that, that, that fear of, of, you know, like, who the hell are you? Um, why should anybody listen to you? Like you were the little fat kid growing up. Um, you've made all these mistakes. You, you did drugs for a couple of years. You lied. You, you know what I mean? Like, and then I've come to realize it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like I lived life. <laughs> like I, I went through crazy stages. I, I dealt with these things as a child. Like I had to figure out that trauma. So, you know, it's, I say fear, but it's when I, when I, you go in and you do all that work, you realize it's, it's huge. You know, it's a lot of different things, you know what I mean? That I, that held me back. Um, but really it was more fear, like imposter syndrome fear in a way. And then also, um, just fear of like what other people would think, you know, fear of failing, fear of putting everything into it and looking like a complete ass because something didn't go right after I said it would. And, oh man, I've already looked like a complete ass my entire life. Like how many more mistakes are you going to make, Jesse? Like how many more times? Like these are conversations I had in my brain over and over and over and over and over again. Like talk about sucking time. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So fear is something that's there. I can't, I can't tell you honestly that it's, it's a way because I don't think it ever goes away. Um, but I do think you learn how to control that SOB a little bit better. Um, yeah. And you, you can identify triggers that trigger you and you can set plans in place of what you're going to do here. You know what I mean? Like my, I named mine. They're too vulgar to speak on, on live. Like I don't want to, <laughs> but you can name these identities, you know, mm -hmm. Freddie. Um, yeah. and when they, when they come up, like you, I tell Freddie to go, you know, have a good day. <laughs> and, but it's a constant practice. Like it's a, it's a daily practice. You know what I mean? Like, because I get triggered all the time, like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's not perfect, but it's definitely something that, you know, has been able to help me, um, utilize my time that I realized I was wasting and put it towards things that are actually moving the needle in my life. Because I realized that it wasn't going to move unless I actually did the things that would make it move. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that from Joe, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I just like, it's just having these conversations, these things. And, and it's also, um, you know, I was willing to do the work. Like, I, I'm still willing to do the work. I'm willing to learn that, you know, 
um, I used to think I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have emotions because I, I wouldn't cry. I, I wouldn't, whatever. I've since learned that I was suppressing all the things that I didn't want to bring back up. It was my, my mask. It was my mask of, of identity to protect myself. It's something that I grew from a childhood, you know, from my childhood and I brought it with me. And, um, you know, I, I, I struggle, I still struggle with intimate conversation, you know, deep conversation. Like, that's why I love your husband because we were literally both sitting at a kava. I don't know if people know it's like a, it's like a, I think it's better Chipotle and we're <laughs> crying at the table in public, like telling each other stories. It was just like the, the coolest thing ever, you know? Um, mm. But that's hard for me. Like I, I fully, you know, trust in him. And it's hard for me to do that, you know, even with, you know, with my relationships, if I'm being really honest, like that's one of the things that I'm working on is just being more vulnerable in that. And, um, you know, not being scared to share like my authentic self, like, no, these are my real wants. You know, a lot of times that like, how many times have we faked like things that we want or we say yes, when we really mean no, or like mm -hmm. just simple stuff like that, Crystal, that like, I realized like all that language programmed into my, it's called like, you know, neurons, like it programmed into that, you know? And mm -hmm. then I realized the people that I was surrounding myself with, we have these things called mir uh, mirror neurons. And you mirror, like, they, you know, they say like, you're, you're the sum of the five people around you. Well, that's a real thing. Like science has shown it, like it's called mirror neurons. So then it's like identifying that, you know? So getting out of it, I think I'm still on point, right? Like with this, yeah. I hope I'm not going off, but so getting out of it uh, from all that crap was just a slow, hard, still hard, but so worth it process of adding these new layers, adding these new pieces, you know, um, I can say that one of the things that is, and I know you agree with this too, it's, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this on public, you know, in public, um, big, big, strong, Jesse journaling, like journaling, 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 like yeah. you know how many years I promised myself I was going to journal. And then all the little voices in my head were like, oh, you sissy cat, you, they weren't these words, they were other words, but, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, because why? Because like, you're a man, like men don't write in journals. Is that, what is it specifically? I, I think that was like the thing that I thought. And then, you know, you know, it's crazy. I think I was like, it was more like protecting my own ego. Does that even make sense? Like, like, I don't know what I was scared of. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, it's the most amazing thing. And I'm going to be honest, at first, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Like, if you're not a journaler, you're going to like get these like prompted questions. You're going to be like, what the fuck am I supposed to say right now? Yeah. You know, especially, and I'm, excuse my language, but like, I'm just being real. Like, you're going to be like, okay, this is stupid. You're going to want to quit. You're going to want to whatever. That's your old brain speaking. This is mm -hmm. where you have to learn to make a shift and, and catch that son of a gun and be like, no, no. It's like, sit like the, the crazy dog. You're sit. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that, tell that dog to sit, you know, yeah. uh, the new dogs coming to play, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And, and, um, but journaling 
is my god I, and I learned a lot of this from brendan too like i gotta give credit where credit he's he i don't know why he was able to do it but he's the guy who got me able to do it maybe mm -hmm. because it's because i paid for his program and i was so <laughs> sick and tired of paying for programs and not following through that yeah. i was like come on you sucker um well i do think we all come upon these people that just uh, speak to us in a specific way and we all have the certain people yeah. and you know like yeah. we're not all tony robbins fans it's just we right. get the information from the people that speak what we like truly resonates with us so brendan was your guy you know he just said it the way you needed to hear it that made yeah. the most sense for you for sure but like you said they're yeah. all saying some similar messages it's just you got to find Same the person thing. that like speaks to your soul you know for sure for sure but i can tell people journaling is uh, a practice that you know like i preach i tell everybody like like protein is non-negotiable like i don't care what other choices you choose protein's non-negotiable hydrating your body and moving your ass is non-negotiable like that's the foundation right i really believe based off of i mean i've now i just got a i was so proud of myself crystal i got a badge this morning i literally took a picture of it this is how proud i am of myself because this is a huge thing for me like, I, yeah. I know it's not so crazy, but I literally just hit um, uh, a 30 day journaling streak. Oh, awesome. 30 day. Oh, journaling so you mark streak. it in your phone, but you write on a piece of paper or a notebook, right? Or do you write it on your phone? Yeah. So I use this, I use an app. Um, huh. I'm just going to go ahead and, and plug it, but I use an app called Growth Day. Mm -hmm. And there's a basic version, a pro version and whatever. So people can kind of check it out, whatever. But it's an app that Brendan started um, and it has all teachers. It's not just him. It's, it's, it's across the realm of self-development. Like your highest paid, like $50,000 keynote speakers are teaching in this thing all the time. And you can literally take notes on classes. You do your journaling. There's a morning routine, an evening routine. You can evaluate your life scores your weekly life scores, your daily life scores, your monthly life scores, see where you're at and it's all in one place. And I think that was my biggest thing before is I didn't have like the, the books and stuff, I would go through like different ones and lose them and like have it all over the place. And mm -hmm. I just feel so much more grounded um, with everything right here and easily accessible. So that's, that's mm -hmm. kind of how I do it and it tracks everything for me. So that's, yeah. that's where that came from. Oh, that's so awesome. One yeah. little tip I wanted to add to the whole uh, journaling thing, which um, you brought up some good points, like it, your resistance around journaling, and it comes in diff many different forms, you know, we, it just all depends, you know, and I know that some of my resistance was, um, I think I was slightly afraid of being 100% honest about what I was really thinking. And the honesty once you can finally like let go and if you're scared to like be honest like somebody might read this like that was always something like i don't want anyone to know what i really think about myself you know i don't even want to admit it to myself that i'm thinking this about myself and um so i realized that i was holding back for the first like half of my life when i was writing in my journal because i thought somebody might read this i got to keep it positive and it's more about my um, personal history and <laughs> for my posterity yeah. but i didn't really think about it in terms of my um my growth and and um my personal development and discovering more about what was going on inside of me and in my head and what my beliefs were I didn't, about myself. I don't think I was really clear on how I truly saw myself. I was afraid to mm. even admit to myself that I was 
so insecure. Like, no, I don't want to be someone known as insecure. I don't want people to know I'm insecure in any way. And I don't even want to tell myself, I don't want myself to know, you know? So I was hiding from myself once I could get honest. And I think one tip I I would recommend is just using a, a piece of paper and throwing it away. If you're afraid, if you're afraid of, um, getting that out or anyone seeing it, but also, um, knowing that I think we're afraid of admitting anything negative because of this is where the law of attraction can kind of be a bad thing. If you misunderstand it, like you are so afraid of saying anything negative because you believe that it might enhance it. So Mm -hmm. as much as we're trying to be really mindful of our words and our language and our thoughts, it, that does not negate the power of true being radically honest and allowing yourself to feel and think whatever it is you are feeling in the moment. So let it all come up naturally raw and honest and don't be afraid of it. Like, Oh no, if I, if I admit it, I'm going to attract more of it, but no, you, that's part of the process is letting it come to the surface uh, giving it a voice, whatever emotion that you're feeling, giving it a voice, letting it speak what it's feeling, let yourself be honest about what you're thinking. And like you said, being a people pleaser, Jesse, like you would do things you didn't want to do, or you would, um, you know, and we all do that to some degree. And if you can just start to be honest about, do you really want to do this? Like you're doing this. Do you, do you, are you pretending that you want to do this? Like, can you get honest there? Be honest with yourself. Let yourself really think and feel what you truly think and feel and don't feel, don't shame yourself for feeling and thinking the way that you are. And then that's for the sure. first step. That's the first for step. Sure. Um, I love that. Can I, can I add to that? Would you, do yeah. you if I add to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can close because this I, out because I, I shared everything I wanted to. So you just. Okay. Us, well, I, I just want to, I just want to share another, another way with somebody real quick, because I really, I really hope people can, if they take anything, I really hope that they start a journaling practice because I, if you knew me, like if you, <laughs> could you imagine me saying this at the beginning of our friendship? Like, yeah. Do you remember, like, can you imagine yeah. Jesse saying this shit? Like, no way. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be really real with you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you some of my, some of my journal entries, because I want you to see too, that they can be very different and they're very different for different people. So mine come up, you know, this is one of the things that's in this thing. It's it's called a morning routine. Um, and I don't do it every single one because I do different journal entries. Sometimes it's about a a call that I heard it's, it's questions that were asked in the call. And I go, Oh shit. Like, what do I really want to show up as today? Or what are the three things, the three things that are going to move the needle towards this goal today? And that's what I focus on. And that could be a journal. Um, it could be your feelings. It could be, it could be so much. And I, and I think a lot of people that don't understand journaling the right way, they think that it's all has to be the mushy, the raw, the real. Like I have to like spill my heart out and put on a Romeo and Juliet scene. Like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. So here's, here we go. One thing that I can get excited about today, this was before NYKO, I said, show up my best and most importantly, authentic self at NYKO. Get excited about creating experiences for other people. That was my mission going into. So that was my intention. Uh, if one word could describe the kind of person I want to be today, then that word is, and I choose it because deliberate, 
in my actions towards Crystal and our relationship. I shared with you, that was one of my personal goals that I'm working on. Someone who needs me on my A-game today is me. I need me on my freaking A-game today. Uh, the situation that might stress me out or trip me up today could be, and the way that my best self would deal with that is not having the extra time that I need to move forward, somehow become a better planner. I'm not there yet, but I definitely can learn the skills. Every freaking minute matters, Jesse. Let's go. Right? Mm. So I'm just like, these are some of my, you know, someone I could surprise with a note, gift, or sign of appreciation today. Crystal. And I did that. I stuck, I stuck a note on her coffee that day, and it was the greatest day in the entire world, right? Simple <laughs> things. Um, show up in my game plan. Like, so just know that like, it, it can be different things. Like, these are a lot of my journal entries because I'm laser focused on on business goals right now and laser focused on getting to where I want to get in five years from now. Like, so everything that I'm kind of doing, and that's another way that people can do. So that way they don't, you know, I, I was very scared of sharing. And the more that I write, the easier it's been for me to start to be authentic and real with myself, because just like looking at yourself in the mirror, not looking through yourself, but looking at yourself in the mirror, it's extremely hard to do. Um, and I just want you to know that it's okay. It's supposed to be. Don't, don't, don't run from fear. Don't run from pain. Like embrace that shit. You're a human and you can do hard things. And if you truly want change, if you want things to be different in your life, if you want the needle to move, you're going to have to be willing to do hard things. And that's why we have a community and that's why we have friends. That's why we have, you know, our circles that we choose, like choose wisely, choose wisely, but that's mm -hmm. why we have them, right? Because that's the support that's, you know, we need connection. We need to go through battle together with people. Um, it's, it's what we were designed. I mean, it's a human instinct, right? Um, that, that, that connection. Um, so yeah, so I just, I want, I wanted to share that with people, um, because that, that was there too. So I think that's really important. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that we could combine our call tonight because this has just excited. been perfect. I, I want to do more. Like I want to do I so know. much more with you. I want to learn from you and I want to, I want to mingle in conversation because I, I like literally, I hope you guys took my advice in the beginning. I have literally a page of notes. Um, you're never going to get anywhere unless you start doing the action. Like, I mean, I, I can only tell you, like, I know when I sat there and listened and showed up to calls, but I never did the action. You know what happened? Nothing. Shit. Nothing happened in my life. Nothing that I dreamed of. Nothing that I wanted. Nothing that I thought I should, whatever. Nothing happened. And this crazy magical thing happened, Right. When I started to put in the daily action and just take the steps, messy, nasty, ugly, not perfect, the complete opposite, like all the things that I was scared of, when I just did it, things started to change and things keep mm -hmm. changing and then it keeps adding and it keeps getting better, right? Like that's mm -hmm. what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Like it's up to me in 2023. Like that's what we're talking about. Taking that action, doing the do, putting in the daily work. So Super excited about that. Do you have anything else you want to you want to drop in there? Or are you good to go? 
Um, I think the last thing I'd want to say is just that either way, like if you choose not to follow through on your goals, because you taught, you mentioned how it it's challenging. You got to do the hard things, but either you're going to feel like sometimes you're going to feel like shit <laughs> working yeah. on the things that are doing the hard things. Yeah. You but can say shit on my call. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I still have a hard time swearing. I'm like shit. <laughs> so, um, but if you don't do them, you're going to feel like shit. So which, why don't you choose the one that's actually moving you forward? You know, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Guys do not miss tomorrow night's call the come alive call. Uh, Captain caveman, Sean Escobar, myself, uh, we're going to be on there. I think we got one share, one small testimonial. And then Sean and I have uh, two really huge special announcements uh, that we got for you guys. So don't miss that. Spread the word. Make sure you tag your team. Uh, we're going to do an NYKO recap. I can only tell you, I am so fired up. Like, I have not been this fired up since literally the first year that I joined. Uh, and then in my push where I was, and, you know, for me, it's been stagnant too. Like, I feel you. I understand. But let me tell you something. I witnessed this with my own two eyes this past weekend. Things are about to light on fire. Make sure that your caboose is ready to be connected to this freaking jet engine because it is going to take off. So do not miss that tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can find that call on Sean's wall. You can find it in the ER Shred group, www.ershredders.com. Um, do me a favor, guys. Please drop into the comments. I know you guys have been putting in there, but what were your biggest takeaways? Let Crystal know. What were your biggest takeaways? What are you going to do? How are you going to commit to yourself? How are you going to show up for yourself this year? And what three things, just three, what three things are you looking for? Are you going to commit to? Are you going to do this year to up-level yourself and become a better human being? Because I know one thing, Crystal, I know you believe this too. We freaking believe that you deserve it. We believe you deserve it. We believe in you. We got your back. Let's show up and let's kick the serious shit out of this year because we've had enough of the last two, right? We've had enough. Yeah. Like, let's go, my friends. Let's go. Crystal, thank you so much. Um, that was an amazing block of time and I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Thank you, Jesse. I loved it. Right. So thank you everyone right. for joining us. We'll see you guys right. on tomorrow night's call. All right, guys. Good night. Bye-bye.